Who's the most famous true crime couple of all time? It's really only one name, right? Bonnie and Clyde. I guess technically that's two names. Well, they had this love affair and obviously a very bloody crime spree, which was memorialized in the Warren Beatty, Faye Dunaway movie. And then there was another film about Bonnie and Clyde from the law enforcement perspective that came out a few years ago, which I thought was really good. Um, I'll, I'll have to check the name, but it was um, it was really good. I think for some reason I have Woody Harrelson in my mind. Oh, it was The Highwaymen. That that was that's on Netflix. You could still watch it. Oh, it's uh, Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. They're both in it. They're both great, and it shows it more from a law enforcement perspective as opposed to the uh, the criminal perspective. So, Bonnie and Clyde's, um, you know, they were doing their thing. Ninety years after they were killed by lawmen in Louisiana, two of their relatives are pushing for Bonnie Parker to finally be reunited with Clyde Barrow in the vacant plot that has been reserved for her at his side. Bonnie was 23 years old when she died on May 23, 1934, and she was originally buried in Dallas's Fish Trap Cemetery. How's that for a catchy name? That's just a mile from Clyde's gravesite at Western Heights. But 11 years later, she was moved to Crown Hill Memorial Park to be buried next to her mother, Emma, who died in 1945. But it wasn't what Bonnie and Clyde wanted. According to the article in the New York Post, Bonnie and Clyde's wish when they were on the run was to be buried together because they knew that one day they would be captured and killed together. That is what uh, one of the surviving descendants told the Post. But Bonnie's mother decided she didn't want her daughter buried next to Clyde. It was her proclamation that Clyde had her in life, he can't have her in death, and Mama won out. So the source confirmed that two relatives of these outlaws, Bonnie's niece, who turned 89 in October, and Buddy Barrow-Williams, a nephew of Clyde who's in his mid-70s, they're waging a battle, thus far unsuccessfully, to bring Bonnie together again with Clyde. So it's really interesting. Um, I'm curious if you think we should honor these wishes. Historian Brad Dyson, who's interviewed the, the niece is writing a book about the ambush of Bonnie and Clyde and the sheriff who led the posse, who I think is the Woody Harrelson character in that movie, The Highwaymen. But these efforts are still ongoing. They haven't given up, but they're skeptical that it's going to happen anytime soon. They want to honor Bonnie's wishes that she be buried next to Clyde. You know what? Again, I know these are criminals, but if her wish in death was to be buried in a certain manner... Why shouldn't that be honored? Why should her mother get to veto that? Now, I'm not sure how official any of this is. I'm not sure if she uh, memorialized that in writing or anything along those lines or if this is just hearsay. But tourists in Dallas continue to visit both grave sites. So, I mean, think about what an incredible tourist attraction it would be if they were buried together. I mean, not that that's why we should do things, but sure the people of Dallas wouldn't mind. 
So, all right, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. That movie, the Warren Beatty movie, did glamorize them and their violence, and they kind of did a, a pop culture makeover on them. The other film that I referenced, The Highwaymen, did not do that. It portrayed them as bloodthirsty criminals that were wanted coast to coast. I mean, these were people that were not nice people. They and their gang, they killed two patrolmen in Texas. And they then, a couple days later, they gunned down a constable. They abducted a police chief. These were horribly violent people. So maybe we shouldn't go out of our way to honor her posthumous wishes. But what role does the acts that you have during life play in what your posthumous wishes are? 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222, Silas, what is on your mind? Yeah, I wanted to tell you about uh, one where I made a parody song for you, for your show. Oh. That's one of the BG songs. And uh, I think you know a, a friend of mine who I, I've done work for, Glenn Yost. I do indeed. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying that if the next president's a Republican, that uh, Glenn Yost might find his way on the Supreme Court or the federal judiciary. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a mover and stuff I do. But um, the AI, yes, it is going to be used for good things and evil things. When the gun was, was invented, it was used for good and evil. And that's just the way, that's just the way life progresses. You know, AI is going to be used to like all these phony things that they've trumped up against, uh, you know, the ex-president. Like you said, they made a thing of him hugging somebody or something. Right, Fauci. Everybody's going to use AI for their own purpose, Mm -hmm. you know. And and there's going to be a lot of dangerous things that we're just going to have to deal with in life. But uh, So do you um, want to send us this song, Silas, or do you want to sing a couple of bars now? Uh, if you want it, it's a parody from um, You Should Be Dancing. So it says, If Sue comes to midnight, the Frank Moreno show, he will get you higher and he will keep you informed. What you doing in your bed? Yeah, you should be listening. Yeah. I love it. Hey, can you record it and send it to us? We'll play it all the time. Okay. We'll That'd be great. For you. Great. That'd be great. Thanks, uh, Silas. I appreciate the effort. And uh, what my friend Lee said is right about you. Your voice is terrific. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Silas. All right. We're going to go through your mail. Well, the mail you've sent me in a moment. Uh, Frank.Morano at RedAppleAudioNetworks.com. Frank.Morano at RedAppleAudioNetworks.com. Straight ahead. <laughs> 